Oh man, I'm so excited. I'm so happy right now because uh, we're here with you. Coming through your speakers or coming to you from the video. We're just happy to be here right now. Baby, I see you working hard. Wanna let you know I'm proud. Let you know that I'm proud of you. Don't know if I need to reassure you. I just want to reassure you that my life would be purposeless without you. You inspire me to be better. Challenge me for the better. Come on. Welcome back, everybody. This is she and I. I am your host, B-Love, and like always, I have my very special host with me, India Marie. Mm, mm, mm. India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday, well damn it, since Monday, and I like... Give it up for yourself once. I'm going to clap. Clap. Clap for it. I got something to say, man. The reason why I started out playing that song because India did something nice. I'm going to get right into it. Get right into it, man. India did something nice this weekend, and I really could not believe what she did. I told India, I said, India, check it out. I'm thinking about going somewhere Saturday, going to support one of the homies Saturday um, at around about 8, 39 o'clock. I'm going to go pull up on him and support him. And I saw the look of kind of like disappointment on her face. And I'm like, man, like what happened? She was like, well, I was going somewhere at 11. So I like, all right, well, cool. You know, it's not that big of a deal. I want to support him. But there's more ways than one to support somebody that you, you know, that, that's your homie. I said, all right, cool. Like if you got something to do, it's fine. Like this, I will bag back and not go. So I, you know, I went on about my day. Didn't go Saturday. Me and Blake woke up. I'm sorry, Indy and I woke up, and she said, "Hey, I got something in your phone that you need to read." Bam! Picked up my phone. It was a text message from the woman laying beside me. So automatically, fellas, if you know First that you got all, a text message from the woman laying beside you, text, why didn't you even check it? I sent it the night before when you were literally on your phone. The phone, my phone goes dead at nine o'clock every night. It does. I have to pick it up and like cut it on, but you know, I stop getting notifications after nine because nine from nine until is my time. Unless it's a Saturday and you want to kick it with me, you can still text me, but that's neither here nor there. What I'm trying to say is I woke up the morning. You said that you check your text message. Heart drop. I know I'm clean in these streets, but still you have that feeling in the back of your mind as a convicted felon relationship felon that something may have gone wrong so i was like oh shit. that was your mind went towards i went to, i went towards like 2010 this last time you said something like that was in 2010 check your phone <laughs> oh shit but anyway she said check your phone i pick up my phone bam look at it had a flyer that said Restoring the feeling. First of all, I love that. I love that line. Restore the feeling makes me feel good. Then it had a whole itinerary. Not itinerary, itinerary. And I read it, then it was India. Taking your boy out on a date. Give it up for India. I was shocked. Shaking to my foundation. Couldn't believe it. But I was excited. My girl had a whole day plan. At 11 o'clock, we're doing this. At 12 o'clock, we're doing this. At like 1 o'clock, we're doing this. And then one after, we're doing X, Y, Z. I'm like, I can't believe the audacity of India. So once, I just want to say, India, thank you very much for picking me up and bringing me back to this world. I'm actually annoyed. Why? Because you didn't even tell me thank you on Saturday. I wanted to tell you. And you didn't even, and you honestly did. didn't even, no, you didn't. You didn't. Here you we go with the you lies. You did not tell me thank Here you. Here we go with the and lies, the vicious lies, too. It's not a vicious lie, it's the truth. You didn't tell me thank you. I honestly didn't even, I, I was literally thinking this morning that you probably didn't really enjoy it because you weren't, you didn't seem excited. And you just kind of like, oh, okay. Even when Charity asked you, she was like, are you excited? You was like, I mean, I just go with the flow. Like I do just go with the flow. Literally, your demeanor was just like, oh, okay. See, that's the thing, right? I was excited. But India wants my excitement to come through my skin. But she that's wants how, me to that's just give it up one time. But that's what you expect of me? 
No, I don't. I, yes, no, no, it no, no, is. No, 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 no. When yes, I do things, me, no, no, I don't. Don't get misconstrued. What you think I expect is not what I expect. When I do stuff for you, take you on dates, and then the third, I do that because I feel like that as a husband, a boyfriend, somebody trying to court a lady, I feel like that should. Take a girl out, wine and down. Ain't nothing about it's tricking my ass. If you want to trick, do what you got to do. If you got a little cash, who, who you going to spend it on? Spend it on you, boo. Spend it on that vagine. Come on, I don't even man. know what you're talking about right now. What I'm saying is I do things not for you to be excited. I do things because I do them from my heart and to show you that I care. If, if you don't give me like the stars and stripes, there's the rockets went Blair, bombs bursting in there, expression that I might feel at the time, that's okay. Like I, I'm still going to do my thing and I'm still going to have a good time regardless. However, that's the point. Go ahead. Huh? That's the point. What you mean support? Like, why would some? But why would somebody want to do anything for you if you if you don't seem appreciative of what? Now, okay, now you, you you're right. Now you own to something. But if I came off that way, I apologize because I didn't mean to come off like I didn't appreciate you from because of one thousand percent the smallest things that you do for me, I appreciate. You could pick up my shoes from the middle of the floor and put them back into my shoe bin. I appreciate it because that's something I don't have to now do. If you take me out. And go above and beyond. I thoroughly appreciate that. What you want, your butt ate or something? Like, what you need? I'm asking. That's a good question. What you need? Like, you just, you're an asshole. I don't even <laughs> think you realize it. Like, it's literally just being kind. Nice words. Oh, thank you, Indy. I really appreciated that. You don't know how to say thank you. Like This whole beginning of the I episode, I just were- gave it up for you. For you. But stop giving it up on a podcast. You can I gave, gave it up it. in real life. No, you did not. <laughs> All right. It, it, listen, because the thing about it is, this is what I always say, right? Because I perceived it a way it may, not, it may have not been accepted the way it came off for me. So I need to do a better job. So that's something that you're right. If it came off bad, if I came off as like I didn't care or I didn't appreciate you, maybe there's something wrong with me. That I should apologize for. So right now, I'm apologizing for it because I just didn't know. And I never want you to feel like I don't appreciate you. That's not even what I, it's not even my style. I got good style. And that ain't it. Look at me right now. I'm casual when I still got good style. I don't even got my earrings in. I don't even got my chain on right now. And I'm casual and I got a good style. (laughs) So what I'm saying, what I'm saying right now is I apologize because listen, how we say, I tell you this when we argue, right? It may have felt like that to you, but the way I received it was totally different. So I may have felt a certain way, but the way you perceived it was totally different. And the perceiver is the one that has to do, um, is the one that has to accept what you're doing. So I apologize. If I came off as nonchalant, acting like I didn't care, or acting like it was just another day in the neighborhood, then I should have stepped my game up before the pod. But naturally, I really thought I said thank you. And if I didn't, India, thank you very much for lifting me up and bringing me back to this world. Oh. But you did a hell of a job with the date, though. <laughs> Getting back to it. I think you did a great job. Um, I think you planned everything really well. I think you had great um choice of a restaurant you want to tell everybody because you love that queso. You've been did. talking about that queso all day. I she got diarrhea go, from that queso. I want to go back, but I did not get diarrhea from the queso. Like, Why didn't. would you say that? Anyways, so we went to the African American Music Museum. Player too, y'all need to check that out. It was super nice, but I had been before I went. I looked up to see what our restaurants was in Fifth and Broadway. You did, and all I saw was the pictures of this new Mexican restaurant that's down there. Scruchachas, scruchando, uh, Blanco. Mm-hmm. And so they don't let you do reservations. Since I was annoyed by that, because I was do. like, "Well, they only let you do reservations if you have, have a party of six or more." Obviously, it was just me and him. Um, but we were able to get a seat at the bar, and the food was bomb. I had a cocktail. It was like, like I said, jalapeno pineapple. Yeah, jalapeno pineapple. It was very good, and so I can't wait to go back. And then, so we ate first. 
at Blanco. Then we did the museum. We yep. were there for about an hour and a half. Museum is huge. You got something for you to do, even for your kids too. So even if you like, man, I can't break away because I got my kid or kids. Take your kids to the museum and still go on the family well, we, day. It's a vibe. We saw quite like when we were leaving. We saw quite a few families there with for strollers. Sure. Uh, but I and I also think it's just the the nature of the museum. It's it's the culture. So yeah, it is. It's a very black museum for it's, the culture. Uh, for the culture, most definitely. And I think that a lot of people just want to bring their kids to see it. Kids under twelve are actually free hmm. to get in. Um, so the the museum was really dope because it's it's a bunch of stuff to do. It's a like a bunch of little like activations, yeah. like in, yeah, inter- activations. That's what it's called. Yes, yeah, a got bunch of different activation stations, stations there. <laughs> um, and then after that, we just kind of walked Fifth and Broadway because I just wanted to see it. Because like I said. I was telling him all day on Saturday. I was like, Nashville is just not the same city it was uh, when we first moved here. <laughs> so, And you know me, my ungrateful self, since this episode is about me being a little bit ungrateful. When I pulled up, I told Indy, I can't stand this shit. I said, I like it, but I can't stand it. And she was like, why? I said, it's the country music LA. It's 100%. The co- if you ever been to LA, and if you've gone to the Grove, that's what this is. It's literally the Grove. I was going to say the Grove. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, but you did. You was like, <laughs> you did complain. You were compl- I, I told you. I'm you complained about the people. They have on masks. They just walking out here freely, just mask on. Fucking mask. I'm but talking I mean, about outside. Had, they had mask on inside of the museum. They did. Obviously, you had to have a mask on to walk into the restaurant, but you they can did. take it off when you but it's the restaurants have been like that since we've been in COVID. It's just the fact that Fifth and Broadway is like right downtown. So Ooh, it's just because we haven't been up close in person, like Broadway has been like that since the pandemic started. Like I feel like they never wore masks down there. <laughs> but I didn't know it was going to be to that extreme. It was to the level of uncomfort in some places. Well, though. we saw the videos online. We've been seeing yeah. the videos online. All pandemic is just different when you actually down there. Yeah, when you in the thick of it, boy, you just get nervous. You get shaken to your foundation. But I'm getting vaccinated. That doesn't mean I'm going to be outside. It just means that I'm getting vaccinated to be more freely around my loved ones, my grandmother, my mother, you know, my aunts. And so it's being freely to do that is the reason why I'm getting vaccinated and my son. So it's being able to come and go. So hit me, baby, one more time. Call me but Britney you Spears. The, you, you get feel the flu me? shot every year, too. I do so. get the flu shot, you know, but hey, I'm still holistic. You know, I drink Seamoss. It seems like I have You are fine. not holistic, Beard. Now I'm a holistic. <laughs> you are not holistic in well, the I'm least not, bit. Not. Let me tell you. So I just saw this stuff on the internet that I was about to buy. It's called, I can't say the word. Keep talking, I'm going to show it to you. I don't know why you sitting here fooling people talking about some you holistic. But anyways, we're we not going to spend no episode talking about the vaccine. No, we're not. We're not about to get off that right now. It's like every place we went, you had like a slight complaint. What's up, that coffee place? Shit, I knocked that back, remember? Yeah, What's that a, word? The A word. Ashwagandha. Mm-hmm. Ooh, give it up for me one time. I, I think that's how you say it. Anyway, I saw this ashwagandha powder today when I was on a blog that I like to read. And I was reading it, and it said health benefits of ashwagandha. So it says, like, it reduces anxiety and stress. I you am the least to- stressed person. But then it said also build mass, and that's what I'm trying to do. And then it said increase testosterone and ejaculations. And I said, oh! Oh, I'm about to buy it. Where is it at right now? In my Amazon chart, in cart. You must need to buy it. You said you saw that on the blog. I saw it on Ask Me. You didn't hear Phyllis Mama talking about that yesterday when uh-uh. we were at the house? No, nah, she was talking about that for real? Did not hear it. Yeah. Did not hear it said. Well, I'm about to get some, and I'm going to let y'all know. The, um, she said that they have it Midnight at the... Midnight Market. Mm-hmm. I did not know about this ashwagandha. But if you out there you need some ashwagandha in your life, I told y'all, there's nothing wrong with me. I just like to enhance the experience that I give my woman. So any type of enhancements that I can get, shit, why not? Why not? Ashwagandha, relieve stress, and put that nut on your chest. Give it up. <laughs> That's what it say. I'm gonna let you read the reviews. I'm so done. I'm gonna let you like, read the reviews. I'm gonna let you read it in a second. I promise it said that. I'm not making this up. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into it. I got something to talk about real fast. Hit the button. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Chill. 
Let's talk on the podcast. That's what I want to do. Here we go. This week on Chill, let's talk on the podcast. I had something come up that I want to ask. And I saw one of my homegirls posted Sue on the internet. But it was something about friends. And now we talked about friends earlier on with the homegirl Ruby D talking about like trying to get an old friend back this that and the third this is not that this is something different and I want to ask everybody specifically you why is it so difficult for a friend just to say no or I don't want to do something why do you have to as a friend right listen you my guy you my girl why as a friend um, must we play these games like, man, I'm fading you out or I'm ghosting you or I'm going to tell you I might do it. Everybody knows if I ask somebody, hey, Andy, you want to go to Tulum this week, what you going to tell me if you want to go? Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Now, I'm going to ask you now. Andy, don't say yeah, but tell me another answer. You want to go to Tulum this week? No, I can't. I can't afford it right now. Ain't that, ain't that hard to do? On when you talk to the homies, though, they'll fade you out. They'll give you all type of, man, let me get back with you. I'm going to let you know. You text them. You don't hear back from them. Text them again. You don't hear back from them. Text them. Oh, man, AT&T cut my phone off last week, and I couldn't even go because AT&T. Bro, you lying. I mean, that actually just happened to me, like, last week because I was talking to my two best friends, and Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be going to, well, we're all supposed to be going to Houston for her birthday. H-Town. The last week of May. Or first week of June. Mm-hmm. However that falls. <laughs> um, and then one of my other friends was like, Y'all are y'all trying to do Phoenix in Arizona? June? Yeah. Run it. And I was I like, honestly, I probably can't swing it if we're doing Houston like last week of May, first week of June. Because mm. we're doing that trip and then we're trying to do we're doing family vacation. Okay. This year. Um, I got fifty dollars on it right now. If you need it, I got a fifty. Ooh, fifty dollars. And then I um, it's another trip I have in my head too. It's a lot of like summer stuff going on. Yeah, or whatever. That was just me being upfront and honest. It's like if if I can go, at, like at the last minute, then I'll go. But as of right now, I can't swing it. That's <laughs> just that on it. <laughs> but when you ask certain people certain things and stuff like about it, could be. It could be the most simple thing, right? I'm talking about, hey, can you do, I don't know, name something simple. Do you want to go to a bar this week? And instead of them just saying, man, no, I can't make it because X, Y, Z, they really will fade you out. They won't text you back. They won't hit you up. They won't just say, man, I can't do this. Or, shit, sometimes, bro, I don't even want to do it. I don't even want to get down like that. And I feel like as a friend, if if, if you my people, why can't we just be up front with each other? And that's something I can never understand. I'll give you an example. I'm going to call him out because he's my guy right now. Me and my guy ZP. Now, this is not ZP. Now, this is ZP. Tight. Another guy tight, too. Me, me and ZP, a long time ago, we were getting ready to go to New Orleans. We we're mm. going to Mardi Gras. Right before both of us got married, we were about to go to Mardi Gras, right? Everybody was saying they were going. Shit. Y'all tell me and ZP, you going somewhere, we're going to go ahead and buy the ticket. We're going to be like, all right, shit, pay the lay, um, book, <laughs> book the room, and then pay for it when we get there. It's back in the day. Whatever the case is, we're going to make sure we go ahead and put our money down to let you know we for real about this trip. Now, one of our other homeboys, shout out to my guy Keith Clark one time. <laughs> Keith, Keith, my guy. Man, let me tell you something. Keith like, shit, I'm going too. I like, bet. Me, ZP, and Keith supposed to go to New Orleans, right? Man, I'm talking about at first, about the first two weeks we were talking about it, Keith all there. Second week, Keith sporadically saying stuff. Third week, man, you couldn't find Keith nowhere. Fourth week, <laughs> couldn't find it, man. He was missing. It, I was getting nervous. You would call his phone, phone, go to the voicemail. By the time we got ready to go to New Orleans, no Keith. Keith told us he booked his room and everything. I damn Keith, why you had to lie to the homies? But I just say that, but it's a small example. And Keith is still my guy. He just couldn't go at the time for whatever reason. But there is an example of like how we just can't even keep it real with the homies sometimes. Well, it's because people don't know how to honor their own boundaries, right? Ooh, that's a big one. And I think it just stems from our parents. It's like as we grew, like growing up, our parents almost like forced us to be people pleasers. Mm, It's like, well, just do it. Just do it because they asked you to. And so it has forced us as like grown adults to be completely out of alignment with 
the things that we like and the things that we want to do. Yeah. So when it comes to people asking us to do stuff and we know for a fact it, from the jump that we don't want to do it, yeah, we yeah. have a hard time saying no. And that's stuff that's been instilled in us like from the jump. And, th- and that's why even like with Blake, if he says like, I don't want to go, I'm just like, okay, well, that's just, all yeah, right, yeah. fine. Yeah, you ain't you know got to go. Saying? Like you don't have to go. But our parents... It was definitely like a little bit of forcing with that. Right. And so people don't realize like how that affects you as an adult. Cause it's like there's so many adults now that want to please everybody. It's like, well, I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna come here because I don't want to disappoint you. Yeah, there you go. Um there you go. That's what it is. But it's really not about disappointing the other person. It's honoring yourself. That comes first. Cause it's like, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna show up for you and I I'm not gonna wanna be there. Mm-mm. And the whole time in my head, I'm gonna be sitting there thinking, I cannot wait to go home. Because I never wanted to to come. Yeah. So I think it's as as simple as that. This isn't even just about like friends asking you to do stuff like go on trips and stuff like that. It's it's anything. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's not that. I just gave this solid example. But it's more than that. Yeah. You know that. I just think that people don't know their own boundaries. Or, sorry, they know their own boundaries, but they don't know how to enforce their own boundaries Mm -hmm. um, by simply saying no. This, and that's why I, I feel like you and I had a hard time too, because you would ask me stuff to go places, and I'd be like, "No, I don't want to go." Yeah. And you'd be like, "But there are friends. Like you, you have to like they show love to us." And I was like, "It's not about them showing love to us. It's just in this moment, I don't want to go. I don't feel like going. Maybe I'm feeling off, or uh, whatever the case may be. It's just right I don't feel like going." And so and that's all you gotta say. Just don't stall anybody out, right? Don't be afraid to say no. I would rather you tell me up front, one, because we we splitting anything, splitting any type of cost. This is going to cut down on a hell of a lot of confusion if you tell me up front, hey, bro, I ain't going to make it. Instead of having me chase you down like you owe me some money or you you an old girlfriend or something, bro, I'm not chasing you down, man. After a while, I'm going to give up. And then check this out, right? Let's say, now I'm, I'm, I'm being real specific about trips now. Let's say... Two or three weeks down, or not even two or three weeks. Say two or two or three trips down the line. Mm-hmm. They see you and everybody else out. Mm-hmm. Then they get mad at you. Well, why you didn't ask me? Because every time I ask you, bro, you ignore me. Every time I try to holler at you, you never hit me back. So at this point, I'm done. I'm not going to continue to put myself out there for you to continue to stall me out and ignore me. But then that's also the other person being able to communicate that too because that's and then that's how friendships end up falling out for no reason yeah too, for, no, for reason. no reason it's like okay i kept asking you to go places mm-hmm. you never showed up and then now i stopped asking you you wondering why i never showed up and, and instead of like you just sitting there explaining <laughs> like why well, i didn't ask you because the couple the past couple of times i've asked you to go somewhere you've declined or whatever you know that's how you get into your own head. You be trying to think oh, of like love, how the other person. With your boy no more. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> you. You literally be sitting there making assumptions up in your head of things that literally don't exist. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if the person would just ask, like, "Hey, why didn't you invite me here?" Yeah, and then the other person can say, "Well, I didn't invite you because you know of X, Y, Z." And I, I like, so for instance, that happened a lot when we first had Blake. So oh, yeah, people did. stop inviting us places. And I was it like, went, damn, like, do you assume that we're going to say no or what? But I mean, obviously, within like those first six months where there were a lot of no's because we had a newborn. No, 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 no. But had you communicated that like, well, I don't ask you to go nowhere anymore because, you know, you kept saying then I would have explained. This is why we can't go. We need to find a damn babysitter. So for a kid... Listen, I, I understand. If you can't come out, you can't pull up, we get it. But for everybody else, just let the people know up front. If you're my friend, I'm not going to be mad at you at all for just saying, hey, man, I ain't going to be able to make it. Or, hey, man, I ain't going to be able to do it. Yeah, just I say just that. I just think people need to learn their own boundaries and learn how to communicate them. That's why I be saying everybody probably needs a little bit of therapy. Whether you think you be like, oh, I'm fine, I don't need therapy. Like, everybody need a little bit of therapy, even if it's for something like as simple as that. Like, you need to, as an adult, you need to be able to communicate your own boundaries. And let me know, man. Just let me know. You still the homie? How you feel? You still, I promise. <laughs> listen, y'all still the homies. 
should let me know next time, all right? Now, real fast, you mentioned something else too, real quick. You said something about we're going on all these vacations. We're going this way, this place, this place. We're going to Miami first. Miami's up first. We've been to Miami now probably about 11 to 13 times. <laughs> no, this is not, not even exaggeration, too. Miami's up. But we haven't been since I was pregnant. That's right, though. Three years. And we usually go once every other year, once a year. We we were going once a year. We were going to Miami once a year. So we've mm-hmm. not been since Indy's been pregnant, all right? So we're about to go again. Now, check it out real fast. I saw this video online where Salt Bay was doing his thing. For laying the meat. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Put a little salt on that thing and put the meat in the girl's mouth. Man, I saw that girl husband look at her with the disdain of 10 men. He was like, You funky bitch, you. Why you in his head, that's what he so said. Now, I don't call women to be word, but in his head, his eyes told me the story. I was literally you funky like, bitch. But she looked. Now, I will say this. The tongue looked, boy, she had a long tongue. It wasn't even she? just about oh. her tongue. It was just like her Suck demeanor. Your soul out. Her demeanor just felt like very sexual. It did. And so, obviously, was it was HBO. entertaining to us, but. He didn't enjoy it. He was literally sitting there looking like. So, I was going to ask you, like, what would you do if you were yeah, in that situation? Okay, okay. But. I don't like people feeding stuff to me. It's like when you got a hibachi. You don't, and, you don't even um, know how to do it. You wouldn't do it sexy anyway. No, You'll be all over. No. All over the place. It's like when I go to hibachi like and you know snack. they try to like throw the chicken in your mouth or they'll be like catch the shrimp. Like Bro, it never every- is well for me. Like it hits me in the face or like whatever the case may be. I'm not graceful when it Come comes on, to Come on, Jabba Jaws, open your mouth. So like a guppy. I um I probably just would have declined it anyway. You got to <laughs> be like, better. Sit it on my plate, please. Sit it on my face, please. Hey, yo. <laughs> Meat on your face. Real quick, though, had I saw you do that, first of all, you don't eat red meat. You don't eat re- really meat. But somebody gave you a piece of that salmon, right? Salt bay. <laughs> Put it in your mouth. You have a hard time giving fellatio. Just go ahead and be honest. I don't have a hard time giving for fellatio. I just don't do it as often as you'd like <laughs> me to. And I saw you suck down that damn steak like she did. I looked at you. I would have did the same thing. My man had the right idea. Because I know in his mind, like, she ain't even sucking. Huh? She, over there she didn't meat. suck the meat. He literally man. put it in her mouth. It's it just looked, her tongue reached out to get it. it like, like a frog. And you literally making it more sexual than what it actually was. No, I'm not. He, 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 he the man made it more sexual. The way he looked at it, like he was about to beat Sobey up. Maybe he was. I don't know. Cause I saw the look. Kind of was like they fought in the car. They had an argument. An argument in the. They so, probably didn't have an argument. So they got the car. The car. But so just you, think of how stupid the argument seemed to her. It's just she was probably like. But what? see, but see, we just talked about it seemed stupid to her, but to him, he's saying, "Why are you putting another man's meat in your mouth? That's sexual." That sounds insecure because it was it's it was literal literal meat. It wasn't penis meat. It was literally beef that he was putting in her mouth or pork, whatever it was. Beef. And so it wasn't really anything to get mad about. Put that meat in your mouth. I'm telling you, that was that was man. I, when I saw that, I thought about you. Oh, damn, we going to Miami, and I really tried to book nurse it. I really, that's what the restaurant's called. I really tried to book it. I was looking at reservations, but it's booked up. I was about to get us in there. But I thought about you taking me oh in my mouth. I don't even eat that kind of food. You don't. That's why I didn't, that's <laughs> so why I didn't do it. India said something about hibachi. When India goes to the hibachi place and my man is cooking and frying and whipping and flipping, every time they throw the shrimp to India, she does this first. Okay, okay, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm like, what, what, what is this going to do? What's, what's that about? Don't throw it in my mouth. I don't want to catch it. Shameful. You doing me dirty? Shameful. But now nah, with the meat thing though, I, I did want to ask you about that and I did want to bring it up and talk about it just to make sure. You know what I mean? Now, the last topic that we gonna get to before I get to my relationship. Here we go. You know we had to talk about it. We missed it. We recorded right before it came out last week. So um Sweetie and Quavo real fast. Now, I ain't gonna talk about their relationship or nothing like that, but I am going to talk about. Sweetie being in the room with her ex-boyfriend kicking it like that. How would you feel? Would you feel comfortable with me and my ex-girlfriend in the same room kicking it, chopping it up with like a bunch of people and we just all hanging so out I together? I like a like a glimpse of it. And it was really like 
Because the, the headline that I saw was like, things get a little awkward in, the, in yeah, whatever made, conversation you click on that it, it respectfully. was. Yeah, but when was that done? I don't know when. I don't, I don't know. Because if it was done recently, like, considering Sweetie and Quavo. Quavo. Shout out to Quavo. Man. Dated this long and nobody knew that he was just out here cheating on her like that. They Spe- probably speculation, speculation. That's what they. That's what she said. She, but he he said it wasn't speculation, speculation. Go ahead, spec. Why do you Why do you like to to defend hey, you, like dog ass men all the time? Like I'm what's wrong with the you? Defending the story. We don't know the truth. That's okay. Anyway, it was implied that. by her that he Thank cheated. You. So. If she did that interview, there's no telling how long they've been. Okay, so they were together on Valentine's Day. Yes, ma'am. So it really depends. Like their relationship could have been on the rocks. To the question, ma'am. It could have been on the rocks. And that's why, like, (laughs) men are like mad edgy on holidays and Valentine's Day because they'll lay out the red carpet, but like our shitty men the rest of the year. It's like Valentine's Day come up, oh, I gotta buy you flowers, I gotta buy you gifts, I gotta do all of this stuff, and then they trash the rest of the year. So there's no telling what type of relationship they had going on when oh, we stopped and do all of this stuff on Valentine's Day. And there's definitely <laughs> no telling how much you like what was going on after Valentine's Day. Hell, after Valentine's Day, it could have went back to regular old schedule programming to the point where she was like, I'm single. Like, I don't have time for this no more. You ain't going to change. You still doing the same old shit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the interview made me think nothing about it. Like, it, it, the interview didn't make me think anything about, like, oh, I wonder how does Quavo feel about this? I, I didn't think that. I didn't think that either, but I'm asking you right now. Let's get back to the question. I like how you danced all the way around it, but let's get back to it. If B-Love and his ex were in the same room with a group of mutual friends and we were chopping it up, talking, communicating back and forth, would you be okay with that? That's what I'm asking you right now. I mean, I guess. No, you wouldn't. Just be, be, honest. Just be honest. Don't say what you guess. What y'all talking about? See what I'm saying? You got to know too much. Would the question what is in this thing. We talking about, I don't know. Because you brought up Sweetie and Quavo. That's two different things. Like, they were, what that they was were like a professional about. setting. Huh? That was like a professional setting. Obviously, they were being recorded. Like, that's completely different. They're both industry people, so they probably cross paths all the time. <laughs> what well, so, like, goalposts is moving. You see how they goalposts move. are like regular ass people. But still, like, so I'm just, just like, eh, what were we talking about? We came to a spot, mutual friends at a table, birthday dinner, and everybody's talking, everybody's kicking it. For some reason, you're not there, whatever the case is, but we all got mutual friends. We all there kicking and having a good time. We just drinking and just chilling out, hanging out. Would you be upset if you saw somebody took a picture? Just a picture. This is she and I. Somebody took, no pun intended. Somebody took a picture of us. Would you, and it posted it, said, man, look at them talking. It's nice that they can get along. I would be annoyed by the picture. I would. Now, the question remains, would you be upset? I don't, probably not. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you a quick It's almost like story. I'm a little bit biased because I would probably be upset. But, like, if it were me and I went somewhere and one of my exes was there, I would probably at least speak. Ooh, but, that is biased. But I'm glad you said it out loud. But the thing is, like. Here we go. I'm yeah, not like know. a super friendly person. You're not. So you're not. At I mean, all. I'm friendly to people that I like, but like none of my exes, I would not just because I know who they are. I wouldn't feel the need to sit there and have a long conversation with them to you know to catch up or whatever the case may be. It would literally, I would speak, but it probably wouldn't go past a five-minute conversation. Like, maybe, how you doing? How you been doing? Like, you know, like, literally small, like, surface talk. But I'm not finna stand there and chop it up with your ass all night. You say a random conversation comes up, though. You say a random conversation comes up about what they were talking about with threesomes. In that, in that point. Nope. In that, okay. That's your answer. All right, that's all I need to know. That's, that's it. Keep some energy. Give me a direct... Would I be okay with it? Man, I don't give a damn. As long as I know you coming back home to me at the end of the night, all that talk y'all talking think, over I, there, nope. I'm fine with that. Maybe I, you know I'm fine I don't, with it. Come nope, play you're me. not. 
You play, play you. You, play you don't know me. yourself then. A hundred percent. Because literally every time, I, like you even remotely thought that I was talking to somebody else, Lies. you literally lost your shit. Oh, so you like not talking to him like what you like, mean? Like talking to him like how? I don't care about y'all carrying on the conversation. But in the what group. the fuck are we talking about threesomes for? This whole group talking about it. It just comes up if the whole group talking about it, and y'all are not directly talking to each other. If the group, well, is that's different. About it. You okay. made it seem like we just standing there off to the side, away from the group talking no, about threesomes. Yes, that's, that's exactly right, well, that's how you just made different. it seem yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's different. They, if now me and my ex girl was talking, and then she was like, "What's up with this threesome with you and your wife?" You know what I'm I like, whoa, whoa. I'm running. I'm running away because I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna run. And the difference between you and I is that you wouldn't even tell me that a conversation was had. I would tell you. Because my thing that's a, is... That's the difference. Coming. Like, you can't even be honest about it. So, And that is the one reason why I wouldn't even trust you to have a conversation. Because I know that you are not going to come back to me up front. The only reason I'm going to know about well, the conversation... Well, tell you something don't mean nothing. The only reason I would know about the conversation is if somebody else saw it and came to me instead of you coming to me and not making me look like boo-boo the fool. But it you don't would matter. Literally, all you would have to be like, oh, my ex was there. It, it, we chopped it up for a little bit, but that was it. So that somebody don't ever have the overhead oh, no, above no, 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 me. No, 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 no. So... If I'm out okay, respect and that. Respect. I see respect. my ex or whatever and we chopping it up, I'm going to be like, oh, I ran into so-and-so just because, especially it's if it's in like though. a big group. <laughs> you passionate. Especially if it's in like a big group. Yeah. I don't want somebody thinking that it's something more than what it is. Mm, okay. Okay. I listen, I get that. And I respect everything you just said. So I, 100%. Would I tell you? Probably not because my thing is, well, I'm going to tell you for if I know it ain't, it wasn't even. It and was it's a- like, that's why men be so crazy to me because it's like, you know that I have like a third sense at this point. You know that every single time you've ever done anything, even if it's if minor, I, I literally always know. Even if you weren't doing something, I found out because people are nosy. People are always in our business. So for you to not even have the common sense to come to me first and be like, hey, I saw so-and-so while well, we chopped it up for a couple seconds. That's crazy to me. You rolled up on me one time. Would, <laughs> knowing that it would come back to me eventually. Can I tell this story without getting in trouble? So I got to... So then, of course, when it comes to me, I got an attitude with you and I'm going off on you because you didn't come... You didn't tell me. Can I tell this story without getting in trouble, though? What story? About what you, how you how you yanked me up one time. For laughing, just for for being in presence and laughing. I didn't yank you up. <laughs> you had nails in my arm. No, I didn't. You said, "No, act like I don't see you, nigga." <laughs> I was like, "I'm just, I'm just around. I'm just in the vicinity." You don't remember that? You was, talk about at homecoming. Yeah. I, okay. Yo, you you don't remember that? I do remember. I'm sitting there getting ready to break something down. I tell you what, I was breaking down. I'm breaking down. A quote unquote booth. It wasn't a booth. It was supposed to be a booth. The dude sold us some um, lawn furniture that had tufted stuff on it. It was the most raggedy thing I ever saw. Anyway, about that, and I'm sitting there, we're getting ready to break it down. And if y'all know, black people at the end of the party, nobody wants to leave. So you play before I let go, you play fucking you tonight, and they still don't want to leave. So black people, we tend to hang around the loiter a little bit. And that's fine. So as we're hanging around, people were hanging around and loitering. People got to talking and conversations were being had. And my ex-girlfriend was happened to be like pretty, not too close, but a substantial distance between me and one of the quote unquote booths. So as I'm talking, jokes being um, heard, everybody's laughing. All of a sudden, I feel somebody grab my arm. Don't act like I don't see you over here. Kick in. I'm like, who is this? Happened to be India. I said, bro, I wasn't even doing nothing. But I think she had a little too much there. But anyway, how you feel about that? I was, for one, I was drunk. I and two, <laughs> but no, that's not why I grabbed you. I know. That's not why I grabbed I you. I know the vibe. I didn't grab you because I was talking to her. Because obviously there was, like, not an issue with her. I grabbed you because I had been standing there and I had been trying to get your attention. I had already uh, tapped you okay. and your ass didn't turn around. Cause I, you probably didn't tell me hard enough, and it was like every, it was a bunch of people talking too. You know, like it wasn't a bunch of people talking. Five is a bunch to me. It wasn't five. 
Okay, we ain't gonna go no further. It man. wasn't five. We it was like maybe that. it was like maybe three people over there. <laughs> but you making it seem like I just pulled you off because you it was like, like an issue. Kid. Honestly, I would have pulled your arm no matter who you were talking to because I was pulling your arm. And like I said, then that night the police were outside. Yeah. Somebody had got to shooting, yeah, and they was gonna come in there, and I was just trying to give you the heads up. You did say that, yeah, you did, you did. I just wanted to put it out there though. Keep the same energy. Give it up for Ain't Indians. no same energy. Like, yo, your head be so far up your own ass, you just don't be understanding. Oh, my God. Gee, why you got to just, just, just boo-boo on me like this? Like, I just... Because you, like, you don't be trying to take the time to hear me out. You automatically just jump to the jump to thinking that I'm thinking the worst. And this literally wasn't the case. Well, Indy, guess what? Thank you, okay? For being you. Let's go ahead and get into my favorite subject of the podcast before I get in trouble because I can see the vein. When you listen, when your girl gets upset with you, you gotta look at little body cues. I'm not India. even upset, but you're not finna sit up here. Look right here. It's on the camera. Look right here. You are not camera finna too. sit up here and act like I'm just a crazy person, cause I'm not. Tad bit, but that's okay. All women got a little bit crazy in them. But fellas, this is not even my tip. I'm just putting y'all on game right now. Whenever you are talking to your girl and you are wondering when things are beginning beginning to be a little heated, you got to find certain stuff on her body. Like her ears might turn red. She might get a little vein right here in the forehead. Some girls like hers, her neck vein pop out. This thing right here gets to jumping. If you see that, let's go ahead and stop the argument. It's not even worth it because when that thing come out right there, I ain't going to win. And I know that. So I'm just going to succeed at that point. Say, hey, you got it. You you win. I don't want to rupture none of your blood vessels because this shit right here be popping. Let's do it. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love Relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week in B-Love's Relationship is for the fellas. So, fellas, real fast, I want to tell y'all, man, something I've discovered. The tip right off the bat, don't be afraid to go out there and start grooming yourself a little bit better. Now, let me tell you what I mean. And ladies, don't get mad at your man when you see him start to groom himself a little bit better. Here it is. I didn't know I needed these things until I got them. One was a manscape, and this is not an ad. Boom. One of the homies like, man, I got this manscape clipper. You should get one. I'm like, shit, this shit is amazing. Got manscape now. Along with the Manscaped Clipper came some ball deodorant. Who in the world would have thought that I would have needed some ball deodorant? She never tells me my balls are musty because she probably never had them in the mouth for real. But the point is that if I didn't know, if I didn't get it, I wouldn't know that I didn't need it. What, huh? Let me get That's like your third time taking it too far on this episode. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have took it that far. If I wouldn't have gotten this stuff, I wouldn't have known. So right now, I'm putting y'all on game right now, man. At Manscaped, they got this ball deodorant. If you work out, slap a little bit of that on you, pop pop, and you be good. Also, they got this refresh spray too. So if you had a long day and then you just want to just hit, hit the spray, you can do that as well. Now, along with that, for what was our anniversary or Valentine's, I forgot what kind of vacation it was i mean holiday it was with india went out there and got me some lotion i'm like man this smells amazing she bought me some bevel lotion now i'm a guy i just use a regular old lotion and shit jergens i don't give a damn about smelling good with lotion up until i got this bevel lotion amazing i'm like bro now i understand why the underneath of a woman's sink looks a lot like a department store they got all type of stuff so i'm like bro we went to Target the other day. I said, Andy, let's go in the man section. I went over there, bought me a bar of soap just for the hell of it. Now, the soap not good. It's for, it's for more like coarse skin, but it works, but it rips your goddamn lining off your skin. You don't got no top part of your skin no more. Because you need a moisturizing soap for this, black people. This soap ain't no moisture to it. It's just rough. Probably won't get that again. But what I'm saying to you guys is find grooming things for you that you like. And there's nothing wrong with doing it. And if your girl asks why you're doing it, like you're cheating on her or something, say, baby, I'm doing this for you. You're cutting your nut hair. You're putting on ball deodorant. You got some bevel lotion. Then get you some good smelling cologne. 
I gave y'all my cologne tips probably about a year and a half ago. So I'm going to refresh those maybe next episode so all the ladies can go out there and get they get their guys some new smelling cologne. But for the most part, fellas, it's okay to groom yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of your body. And you can thank me later. Bye. I know it was. Are you ready? <laughs> Let her upgrade you. Hater. What would India do? W-W-I-D What would India do? Kick it! My husband confessed that he has been having an emotional affair and it's breaking me. I've married my husband for nine years. We have a son together. Last week, he confessed to me that he thinks he has started an emotional affair with a co-worker of his. Mm. He said that this has been going on for a few months and he didn't feel guilty. He said that he never touched her romantically, but he had feelings for both of us. He said he, of course, would choose me over any woman, but still, I've been hurting since I found this out, and I don't mm-hmm. know what to do. The girl is in her mid-20s. She hasn't had any kids. She's so pretty, and she has a piece of his heart. I don't know what I've been doing wrong for him to catch feelings for another woman. This is devastating to me. Honestly, I'd rather he just fucked her and had no feelings for her whatsoever. That would be easier. Mm-mm. I don't know how I can get past this. We have a family that I don't speak to, that I don't want to break up and I still love him and he's ending everything with her. But now I feel broken. I don't even know if I can trust him again. I don't know what to do. That, that's not the end of it. Damn, it's long. I see it. Jesus Christ. He said that he did not feel guilty because it was an accident and he didn't intend for anything to go as far as it did. There were a lot of messages exchanged between them and he said that they went on two dates. He also said that they sexed and shared nudes, but there was nothing physical. He said he'd end the affair right now, but we can't afford for him to quit the job. He said that he was going to stop seeing her outside of work and said that he has already blocked her on everything. Mm-mm, I would have a hard time even believing it if you just want me to be honest. Not yeah. believing that he's had it having an yeah, emotional affair, affair but believing that he has cut this lady off. Oh, no. Um, especially considering they still work together. Um, it's like you blocked her on everything. You're not going to date her again, but you still see her every day. And you've also just told me that you have feelings for her. Mm. And so that's just not how it goes. Like once you catch feelings for somebody, you can't, you don't usually just cut them off. Nope. So I can imagine that, you know, he'll cut her off for now, but, you know, in some kind of way, he'll end up going back to her because he's seeing her every day. Um, that's tough. Yeah, I was about to say, I thought you were going to say that you don't believe that he ain't smashed yet. They showing them news and they at work. He got a little afternoon delight. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold the tight. I it depends because obviously he's been having this affair and she didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So the only way that they could have sex would probably be on lunch breaks. Listen. And so the hmm. nights that he went on the dates, he probably told her that she had he had like a work function or, you know, something like that. Yeah, like a, a work, work function. Hey, yo. So he's been coming. He's been still coming home to his yeah. wife every night. So, but between the hours you know, of he, eight and five, maybe he hasn't had sex with her. But the fact that they've been sharing news is too far for me. Would you leave or would you stay? That's her question, though. She's saying my thing is in that letter. She said that she didn't want to break up the family, but she can trust him. And he said that he would rather be with his family than her. I'm not staying with him just to not break up the family. I mean, not to say that I don't care about that. Obviously, I do care about that, but I'm not staying with him. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that we would have to sit down and have a very honest conversation about why he had it. Why you had what? Had the affair. Emotional affair. Right on, right on. You know, even she asked the question, you know, like, what am I not doing wrong? Like, obviously, there's a disconnect. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously, it's something that you're not getting from me mm-hmm. that you you found in this other woman. And it's emotional, too. So, just take the... See, he said he wasn't having sex. So, it, this is purely based off good conversation and good company at this point. There's something that he's not getting it on. He don't want to be around his woman for whatever reason. So... How difficult 
is it for you to change those type of behaviors? It's kind of easy, you know what I'm saying, for you to might, like, listen, baby, your body don't do it for me. Right, it's easy to get in the gym if that's what he wants to say. But that ain't it. But he may not even know. What you mean? That's the thing. He may not even know what he's lacking from his wife emotionally. Shit, he found it in this other woman, so he damn sure know. <laughs> Believe that. Well, exactly. But that's why I say I think she needs to figure out why he did it first. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I probably would be very broken, and I would probably like really be considering just ending it. Mm. Um, because. You know, like cheating is something that I take very seriously anyway. You have a no tolerance it's, rule, don't yeah, you? Yeah, well, especially when it comes to marriage. Okay, zero tolerance in marriage. Um, And I know people deal with infidelity in marriage all the time. And yep. they choose to take the other person back all the time. But my thing is that it would be hard for me to get over it. So it's like, mm. even if I'm like, okay, we can stay together. We can, we can work through it. I just know the type of person that I am. Mm. It would be hard for me to get over it. <laughs> there it is. So shit, it'd be hard for you to get over. Maybe hard for her to get over it too. So yeah. So I mean, maybe go talk to a therapist first. Well, love it's up every line, but for real, therapists do work. I'm telling you, they work. They work. Listen to your boy. All right. Good job, India. Hell of a job. Hell of an episode. By the way, give it up for you one time. It's a great episode. It was a phenomenal episode, you guys. She did a hell of a job. All right. I'll Tell be... the people where they can find you, girl. India.Marie on Instagram. Um, also, this Saturday on March 27th, the Extraordinary Women Makers Market is at Ozari. It's Ozari. inside of LNL Market. LNL. It is from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. 11 so to 5. We'll be there all day. Too damn long. We got all some day. Fun vendors. Come on, pull up. So even if you can't shop, just come and get support. business cards. Meet the ladies. It's free. Um, Network. So yeah. Five. It'll be fun. Oh, bring your mask because you, you lit. I know Nashville is opening back up. Oh my gosh. I heard that they're ending the mask day in Davis. The mask mandate in Davidson County on the 31st. I'm really finna be inside. <sighs> so vaccinated. Um, make sure you wear your mask. You can find me at <laughs> Beloved1911 on all social platforms. Be sure to follow She and I Podcast on Instagram. She and I Podcast at gmail.com to leave us a message. Go to the website. Hit us up. We love to hear from y'all, man. Let's collab. Let's link. Let's build. And like always this time, it's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I,